Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Abdeze Okezia, the live video visibility queen with emotic accent. And you're listening to the Style with Anna podcast, the one and only podcast about the many expressions of style. Find out how our exceptional guests turn their flaws into assets and how they define style from their own and unique perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and kindly leave a one-sentence review. Now, let us join the journey and meet the hosts, Anna in Style, aka The Style Medium. Thank you, Daisy, for the lovely introduction. It's always a pleasure hearing your professional accent. What did Jim Carrey do to get $5 million? How did Oprah get a part in a movie she desperately wanted to be in? You will learn this and more in the episode with the lovely Jill Bennett, where she is going to show us the world, the lifestyle, and inspiration from some extraordinary people like Karen Drake, the Paralympic gold medalist on an expedition to the Antarctic, Hal Elrod, the author of The Miracle Morning with his Lifesavers method, or James Wallman and his book Time and How to Spend It. The knowledgeable Mallorcan will reveal how hair and makeup helped her be more confident in her corporate job why she now loves working in her pajamas, how this fits into her lifestyle, and a detailed dissection of her happy morning routine with the affirmations she currently uses as well as the power of visualization. You will also learn about her next marvelous project and how she was reading my mind right on the air. Hello, Jill, and welcome to the Style with Anna podcast. I'm so thrilled and honored to have you with us today. Oh, Anna, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's my pleasure. But first, I need to say I was a guest on your podcast, and I invite the listeners to go check that, check out the episode. And um, could you just quickly say the name of the podcast for the listeners? Yeah, so my podcast is called What's a Beautiful Life Anyway? So my brand is all about living beautifully and living your best and your most beautiful life because we all deserve to have our best life. And it really is within us. It's our gift to give ourselves that best life. You can't allow external factors to affect you. So because I have a brand called Living Beautifully, some people might say, well, what is a beautiful life? So I thought that's a good title for a podcast. So what's a beautiful life anyway? The podcast with Jill Bennett. Amazing. And I can't remember what episode you were. Was it three weeks ago? Yeah, I think so. So you must have been episode 22. I think it was, yeah, because of the number, now that you said it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lucky number, isn't it? I've just posted this week's episode, and it's number 25, and it's with a fantastic lady called Karen Dark, 
who's about to do a polar expedition to the Antarctic. And that would be challenging for any of us, but for Karen, who is paralyzed from the chest down, it's incredibly challenging, but she's an amazingly inspirational woman. So if any of your listeners need some inspiration, they should connect with Karen Dark. Wow, yeah, definitely, definitely. I will start the next section of our conversation with the three words that best describe you as they come right now, this second to you. What three words that I would describe myself? Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so nothing like being put on the spot, is there? What would I say? I would say authentic. A little bit inspirational, so authentic, inspirational, and warm. I I have lots of different circles of friends, and I seem to be known in all of them as Lovely Jill. People just call me Lovely Jill, and I think it's because I believe that we should help each other. I believe that we should be grateful for everything we've got, and that if we can share with others and make them feel good, I think we should do it. Oh, that's a beautiful message and so needed in these times. And also, it is really appreciated in these times. It's kind of a trend now, the this female leadership emerging again, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And it's so necessary. So um, if you've got any listeners who feel down or you know, and not really sure what they're doing with their lives, they should look up a guy called um, Hal Elrod. His surname is E-L-R-O-D. His first name is Hal. And he's a really inspirational person. He died um, when he was 20. He was hit head on by a drunk driver in his car and he died at the side of the road. And the paramedics brought him back. And when he woke up in hospital, he was told he wouldn't survive that he, and if he did, he'd be paralyzed and blah, 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 and all the rest of it. And he made a decision, actually, that wasn't his fate. And through mindset and good doctors and everything else, he lives a, a, a normal life. But he decided to, you know, he went through some more challenges in, in his life and he needed to get himself out of it. So he started doing something called the Lifesavers. And savers stand for, the S stands for silence, the A for affirmations, the V for visualization, the E for exercise, the R for reading, and the final S for scribing or journaling. And it's a process you can do every morning. Um, it might mean you have to get up earlier. You are only looking at you doing five or 10 minutes of each. But, you know, it's such a powerful, powerful thing to do. And in the mornings when I do my journaling, I love to, to write down three things that I'm really grateful for in life. And I send blessings to three people. And if someone's really annoyed you, you have to send blessings to them the next day. It's almost like a forgiveness, because if you're angry with someone, the only person who's going to be affected by that anger is you. So, yeah, if you if anyone out there needs to change their life, they should look at Hal Elrod's book and videos. And he's got a new movie out, which is all about his life and the lifesavers. His, his process is called The Miracle Morning. And if you Google The Miracle Morning, you'll read all about it. 
So this is also the 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 intro into what we're going to talk about today. It's the miracle morning, right? It's your specialty, right? Right, right yeah. I mean, it's anything for me, any way I can help people. So if you consider your mind, your body, your skin, your spirit, your soul, whatever you want to call your aura, is all connected. And um, there's so much you can do to improve yourself. So if you want to improve your skin or your health, it starts from within. It starts from what you eat and what you drink. And it starts from what you put in your mind. And also from what you wear. <laughs> absolutely absolutely yes from what you wear and the way I haven't really dressed up today um but yeah it, it depends so much on what you wear because that's all part of your mind it's all part of making yourself feel good and um you're the expert in this but if you dress your colors can make you look younger um your colors can can make people think differently about you we all have certain colors that if we wear them, people will say, oh, my goodness, you look amazing in that. I know if I wear like a sort of limey green or if I wear a bright turquoise, people will always make a comment because it always seems to light me up. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. What you wear is a huge part of making you feel confident and happy in your mind. And also to radiate. And I like to say um to convey the right message about you so what you wear is like telling people how they should treat you yeah we see yeah. many times how people change clothes whatever they say um i change myself you will see that they will change the way they dress yeah every time every rebirth brings another style to it or not a style, but it depends how well you knew your initial style uh, beforehand. But maybe the evolution, because I see with myself, I'm an ex expert in this area, but I do do style evolution every now and then. Yeah. It's always evolving. Yeah, yeah. And certainly as you get older, I mean, I'm in my early 60s now, and my style has definitely changed through the years and not necessarily in line with fashion obviously there's a little bit of that because of what you can purchase in the stores changes depending on the trends at the time but more to suit me you know for for many years I worked in a, a corporate role and I had to present um, reports in embassies and high commissions and of course I had to be suitably dressed in either a suit or a skirt and a nice shirt and this sort of thing and I again I always used to do my hair and my makeup because that helped me feel confident that helped me feel good but I used to have to present these reports so when I gave up that career after 30 years and started being at home more I was more in sweatpants and sweaters and t-shirts and you know if it was a morning where I was doing a bit of work and then going to the gym I'd do I'd do my morning work in my gym clothes um so I think as as you progress through life and you age there's a time when you have your your children and you might be at home for a month or a year or you might work from home and the clothes that you're going to wear them are going to reflect your personality and your lifestyle at that time 
so yeah definitely it um it changes with the years absolutely so i was wondering now that you work from home do you feel the need that you need to change the way you look the, the way you dress when you're at the job and when you're not so to separate the working part of your day from the casual free time part of the day not necessarily I guess it depends what your job is um for me if I'm working online and I'm talking to clients then I want to be presentable but casually presentable is fine but if I'm just working online and I'm not talking to people it I you know I'm in Mallorca it's still 20 about 22 degrees so I might be sitting outside and in the summer and in the spring here last last May and June or sorry this May and June it was 35 37 degrees some days and so I would be in a, in a swimming costume outside working away um and then whenever I got too hot, I'd have a swim and then I'd put my towel around me and I'd sit and I'd, I'd work again. So for me, working at home, the beauty of that is you can work in your pyjamas if you want. It it really, so long as you feel good and you feel comfortable. And I've I've heard lots of people say, oh, no, you know, if you're working, you need to be in business attire so that you feel the part. Well, I don't really agree with that. I think it's more important that you're comfortable. And I know you believe in people being comfortable in their clothes. It's it's a really big thing. If something's too tight around the tummy or, you know, go and change. Don't do it. <laughs> don't be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I love your perspective because, yeah, I mean, it totally resonates with people who've been in the corporate for a long time, for many years. I see them like, oh, I don't have to wear these clothes anymore. I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) But then again, for people who have been working from home for a long time, they crave this discipline and they achieve it through what they wear. Yes. And I think this COVID period, the pandemic era, (laughs) somehow merged these two together because now we're many of us are working from home or we have this hybrid positions and we got the taste of the comfort that uh, loungewear for example brings us but we still want to look presentable because there are many meetings and all that so it's really nice to see this to what extent do we need this to create our routines and to shift our roles uh, through the day. Yeah, yeah. And some people might need that. But for me, I always get up way before my husband does. He likes to sleep in, I don't. So I get up and I will be working for the first couple of hours in my pajamas. And sometimes if I'm really focused on, on a piece of work, I, I don't even go and get dressed. I just carry on working through, maybe until lunchtime or until I need to do something else, go out or whatever. And then I'll go and have my shower and get dressed and everything. So for me, it it, it doesn't worry me at all. I don't need to be in different clothes to work, to, 
and that's you know I love that that after 30 years of being in a corporate role <laughs> and you know I used to leave the house because I lived in the uh, suburbs of London I used to have to leave the house at, at you know I've left as early as 6 30 in the morning to get into London and go to, to work um, so the beauty of not, I can get out of bed, at, like this morning, I got out of bed at 6.25 and I had an online meeting with a, a colleague in London at seven o'clock, my time. And I just did it in my pyjamas because I know her so well and, um, and we book early meetings so that we can get these over with before our day starts. So we do it in our pyjamas. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did that as well. You know, when I was uh, uh, working as a full-time translator, I would, you know, catch the deadlines and just do it in my pajamas. Nobody <laughs> saw me anyway. But now, now I have small children and whatever I do, I need to do it like before everyone wakes up. <laughs> so what I usually do is I merge my attire I would say and I layer my pieces in a way that they can be comfortable but they can also be dressed up in seconds yeah that's, so that's very that's a really good tip <laughs> yeah I can remember having to get up before anyone else and get showered and put makeup on so that you're set up for your day and um, <clears throat> I think that's a really, really good tip to layer it up so you can dress down or you can dress up. Yes, and ex exactly when you said with the right, the right colors, it yeah. can be made so easy. It's easy. When you have the right colors, everything becomes so easy. Yeah. yeah. And freeing and, you know, just it takes seconds you don't yeah. need to think about it so you have the, your thinking capacity all reserved for your great ideas and creativity and your business and all that good stuff yeah no that's great really good really good tip thank you so you mentioned your morning routine bits and pieces of it but um are you happy to share your unique way you start your day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, excuse me, after getting up, make sure you drink a big glass of water or a herbal tea just to start hydrating the body because we lose a lot of fluid during the night. And then I always start with a meditation. So I find a meditation online, just 10 minutes, and I sit quietly and take it all in and then um i usually run through savers in the in the right in the s-a-v-e-r-s but you can do it in any order you like that suits you so some people find that they're too sleepy to do the meditation first the side s stands for silent silence or med meditation or prayer but for me, I don't fall to sleep. So I do my meditation first. Then I do my affirmations. And I have these, I have some written out. I change them from time to time. But based on things that I want to achieve in my life. So some that I found online are things like, today is a beautiful day of opportunity. 
I trust that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at this time. I'm open to all the possibilities the universe has to offer me. I'm open to my life unfolding exactly as it should. And I'm enjoying all my success. So things like that to affirm to yourself, um, you know, how amazing your life is and any changes that you want to make. That's the affirmations. And if you think about affirmations, I don't know, I don't know if you know, but there are so many famous, successful people. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey kept telling himself he was a, an amazing actor. And he wrote himself a check for five million dollars. And he wrote for um, acting services rendered. And he dated it five years ahead of the time he wrote it. And almost to the day that he had written that check five years before, he got the part in Dumb and Dumber and was paid five million pounds for five million dollars. And he carried that check around with him all that time. He believed it was going to happen and it happened. Um, Oprah Winfrey, she, um, her story is incredible actually, because she had a really tough upbringing. Her mother gave birth to her when she was something like 14. And Oprah was, um, assaulted, raped, and made pregnant when she was a similar age, and she lost the baby. And she went on to be a really successful person. And um, Oprah Winfrey, one Sunday morning, read a preview of the book, The Colour Purple, in the newspaper in bed on a Sunday morning. And she thought, oh my God, this is my life. This book's been written about me. I mean, it hadn't, you know. But... So she quickly put a coat on over her pyjamas, went to the bookstore, bought the book, went home, read it. And she then went and bought every copy she could get from the bookshop to give to friends. And she said to everybody, I'm going to be in that. There's going to be a movie made of that book and I'm going to be in it. Fast forward, a movie was made of that book. She got called for an audition. And um, when she got to the audition, she said, is this for the colour purple? And they went, no, it's for something. And they called it, it had got a different working title, which is normal in movies. Mm -hmm. And um, she went home after the audition and she didn't hear anything. And she said she she thought she hadn't got the part and she was devastated. So she went to, she decided it was because she was fat, because she's always had this thing about her size. Um, this is a long story, <laughs> but it's such an well, inspiration. <laughs> so <laughs> she went to... Um, a health farm in the in the US and she said the one day she just kept thinking about this film and how she was so sure she was going to be in it and she went out to the running track and she said she was running around the running track praying to God please God let me release this film I'm not supposed to be in it I must be able to release it and she was running in the rain and she was sobbing and she said Finally, she stopped and she thought, yeah, okay, I can release that. I I'm not in it, it's fine. And she said, but then I thought, I can't go and watch it. I can't go and watch someone else playing this role in this film. So she started running again, running and sobbing. I have to be able to watch the film and congratulate the actress. And her. Anyway, while she's running around the track, someone from the, the health farm came out and called her over. And Steven Spielberg was on the phone telling her she'd got the part. Now, her name is Oprah, and in the film, she played a character, hang on, I have to write this down, called, 
Harpo, which is Oprah backwards. Now she never, you know, this was in the book. It was just all too much of a coincidence. Mm -hmm. But she, if you ever get a chance to read her story, she is the most incredible woman. And one of the things she always says is she does a morning routine. She, she meditates in the morning. She journals in the morning. And I could tell you the names of 20 different famous people who all do a morning routine. So, yeah, for me, it's meditation, affirmations, then visualization. Visualization is another thing that whoever you listen to, if you listen to an Olympic um, athlete, they will tell you how when they're on the podium um, in, in a competition, they'll have visualized themselves being there before. They'll have seen themselves receiving that medal and hearing their national anthem played. Um, any sportsman, they visualize what they're doing before. Wasn't it, um, was it Victor Frankl or, or another person who was in a concentration camp during the war? And he visualized himself playing golf every day. And when he came out, his first golf game, he hit something like a hole in one. And everyone was going, my God, how have you done that? You haven't played golf for years. He said, you must be joking. I've played golf every day for the years I've been in the camp because I've played it in my mind. I've visualized it. And they, they, there's been scientific research about people visualizing themselves exercising and actually exercising. And the results are very similar, that the results to a person's body. So that's the visualization. Um, so that's the SAV. Um, E is exercise, and I don't need to tell anyone how important exercise is in our life. And it can be really challenging, especially when you're a mum at home with children, but somehow getting out, even if it's for a 20 minute walk every day is really, really important, really important to your body. And first thing in the morning, even just doing 10 star jumps to get the blood flowing, your energy flowing, is really, really, really important. That's the exercise. R is reading. The book I'm reading at the moment during my miracle morning is here somewhere. Um, this is because I, I've got Hashimoto's, I've got an autoimmune condition. And this woman has got a load of new research that I wanted to find out about. So you read 10 pages of a good book every day. And you're, you know, you're going to start improving your mind. I think it was Jim Rowan, who's another motivational speaker. And he says, readers, um, readers are leaders. It's really, really important to keep improving your mind. So that's the R in savers. And the last S is scribing. So this is the journal I'm scribing in at the moment. And I literally scribble. I very rarely read mine afterwards, but I, I scribble a couple of pages in the morning, sending all my blessings out. And I've just managed to get hold of this, um, which is called the Happy Self Journal. And it literally has lots of space and questions for you to write in every day to journal in the mornings and keep yourself happy. And there's so many journals around that you can buy on Amazon and places like that. I'm designing one of my own at the moment, actually. So... Probably in another few months, that will be available on Amazon for people to have. And it will take them through a morning routine and it will help them to change their life and, you know, just live, live the way they want to live. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's, that's your morning routine. 
That's so cute. <laughs> so how much time does it take you to do all this? An hour, but you can do it in less. So if I've got a really busy morning and I've got to go somewhere, I could do a minute of each. I could do a minute of star jumps. I could read a page of a book. And if you, if there's a, um, a Facebook group called The Miracle Morning. And if you look in there or you read some of Hal Elwood's stuff, so many people have completely transformed their lives by doing this morning routine. It sets you up for the day. It makes you um, just a happier person. And we all know, I'm reading a great book at the moment. If you want another recommendation, let's see if I can find it. Um, it's called Time and How to Spend It. And it's by James Wallman, W-A-L-L-M-A-N. And he is saying the same as lots of other positive psychologists, that people think that if they achieve certain things in their life or they meet the right partner or whatever, they'll be happy. But that's a broken formula. You actually have to be happy to attract the right partner, to attract success. And this guy is saying more than, than most people say. He's saying that that happiness comes from experiences. Stop collecting stuff. You know, you don't need stuff. You need experiences that you're going to remember and that are going to make you happy. And, and it could be walking in nature. We all know how important walking in nature is. Um, trees, if you can walk through a forest, trees actually give off natural killer cells, NKCs, and they improve your immune system. So if you can walk in a forest for 20 minutes a day, you're actually going to improve your health as well. And all of these things are scientifically proven. I think 10 years ago, they might have locked me up as a witch or something for for a lot of my beliefs but it's all all the science is coming out now to show that all these things are true um so yeah get out in nature experience beautiful things every day that's going to make you happy and when you're happy and you've made yourself happy then you're going to attract the things that you want to get into your life yeah i can confirm all of this because if it hadn't been for walks in nature, I don't know how I would survive my situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, definitely, it's... yes, it's a lifesaver. And, you know, being burned on a stick or not, it doesn't matter because <laughs> there are many of us like this now. <laughs> Co yeah, confessing, confessing publicly. <laughs> Yes, all us woo-woo people who, who want to make the world a better place. Yeah, it's a woo-woo time. Um, I read somewhere that it's another age of Aquarius now. So the cycle came back. So it's it's the modern version of the movement that's already been here. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah. It is and it's all evolving and I think, you know, more and more people now realise that, um, what's the branch of science? Um, oh God, I can't remember it. But there's a branch of science where they consider the energy that we give off as people and how that energy actually affects the way that the planet is. And that's what was so awful about 
COVID. And that's what's so awful about the situation we're in now with financial crisis and wars and oil crisis that all everybody ever talks about is the energy crisis or COVID. And that that perpetuates it, that makes it worse. If we could all talk and think about lovely things like walking in nature or walking on the beach or being happy or being grateful, then we could as a, as a community attract more lovely things into our lives. Yeah, you should found a club for, you know, people to talk like this and, yeah. you know, hang out with people like this. We don't yeah. want this negative world. We want a positive world. <laughs> Where can we sign up? <laughs> I know, I know. It's, um yeah, it's, uh we do need more people to, but I think there is a huge movement now, huge movement of people who are starting to believe and think in this way yeah yeah i think so too mm. so are you open for collaborations well yeah yeah so long as it's not too time consuming that's my <laughs> only problem really at the moment is is time yeah but it's great and i think you know doing the the planner that i'm designing at the moment um things like that is getting the word out so people can start following these routines themselves and making themselves happy but yeah having a mainly mainly a monthly chat online where everybody's only allowed to be really positive is quite a good idea yeah why not i mean like attracts like yeah um so what would be your favorite way of collaboration if you have any um Gosh, I think if it was something really big, it would have to be online. It would have to be an online thing or a, or a Facebook group or something like that. Um, I do run a, a group here in Mallorca for ladies and we get together once a month and either hike or go out for a lunch or, you know, go even if it's just coffee. In fact, this month we have a charity event we're running um, and I've, you know, I'm halfway through organising that. It's in a couple of weeks time. So, yeah, we do all sorts of lovely things like that. How about if uh, people, what kind of services can they book with you? Okay, so I help people through a 30 Days to Healthy Living program. Um, the, the difficulty is the nutrition that supports the program is only available at the moment in the UK, Poland, Australia, New Zealand, America and Canada. So if someone has an address in one of those markets, they can join the program. But I do have um, uh, free ebooks on healthy living, one on starting your own home based business and one on skincare improving your skin and they're all available just free of charge it puts people on my mailing list so that they'll get messages occasionally from me oh that's yeah. sweet that's very sweet mm. <laughs> so we will make sure that everything that you quoted all the books and recommendations will be also available for people to just click on them in the show notes brilliant for easy access <laughs> and also um, since you mentioned the planner um, trend is rising I think 
it's quite popular to have your own planner to to create something or you're actually creating a journal if i understand correctly yes. yeah mine's more of a journal um where you would sort of follow your own journey through getting to live a, just a, a, a healthier and a happier life. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's so beautiful. Yeah. And we will add the link to that as well when well, it's ready. People, yeah, when it's ready. What we what people can do if they join my mailing list, so by signing up for one of the free ebooks, if they join my mailing list, then when that launches, I'll notify everybody on my mailing list. Um, and also if they want to sign up for my podcast, subscribe to the podcast. When I launch it again, I'll be it, I'll be putting it everywhere. <laughs> so they would they would find out about it. Indeed. You should do one, Anna. You should do a planner all yes. around people's colours and I was yeah. I was thinking about uh, creating one just because of my needs for um, managing time. Yeah, and my artistic um, perception of time. Yeah. So I am thinking about creating a unique planner, like n nothing before, because it's going to be visual. Um, it's a concept I haven't seen anywhere, but I believe it could help me to track time in a different way. And also for people who think outside the box. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and thank you for bringing up this idea. This is the confirmation for me that I should just do it, you know? And yeah, stop just do it, thinking. just do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> and there's so many great software programs. So Canva, you can use Canva templates mm -hmm. to build the journal, to build the, you know, the planner or the journal. So lots of things available for you there to thank you thank you so much and i i believe that we gave some really good points to our listeners they can also join us in similar projects and use this info as inspiration yes and follow you for more inspiration you seem like a really inspirational woman you are surrounded by inspirational people and oh, you're such lovely. a treasure of knowledge, I would say. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, Anna. <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us, for sharing all this beauty and joy. You just light up my day that hasn't much sun in it today. Oh. <laughs> you brought well, the sun you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Anna. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Style with Anna podcast. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about it. Leave a review and subscribe. This is your way of supporting us and telling us our efforts are appreciated. I invite you to take the Attraction Style Quiz at www.chooseyoursignaturestyle.com followed by a 5-day email sequence. You can go on a discovery journey and have a talk with your inner self like never before. If you would like to learn more about my speaker and guests, kindly refer to the links in the show notes. Listen.
There is always time for transformation, even after a breakup, divorce or turning 50.